0: Hey, welcome to the Backyard Professor live podcasts, videos, live sessions. It's a busy weekend coming up. I've got several really exciting and interesting announcements to make, and then I have some more very interesting information to share on the occult history of Mormonism. Now, I use the word occult deliberately, Based in the Latin, or, or I should say from the Latin, the occult means that which was hidden. Uh, it has nothing to do with being evil or devils or demons or any of that silly New Age nonsense interpretation. The occult is that which was hidden, and we are bringing that hidden history to light against Mormonism's will because the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has met the day when truth shall prevail, even when it goes against their own. Sometimes that's just how it works, folks. So, hey, welcome to the Backyard Professor of Videos. Let's see, Burl Bikes. Hey, you are first. Good to see you, Mark Crispin. Good to see you, my friend, Gail Capson. One, Debbie Joe. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Glad you all are here. Okay. All right. Excellent, Debbie Joe. You figured out your notifications. Excellent. Well, I've got several announcements. Boy, look at my hair. I've got several announcements. Wow, I'm wild haired tonight. I have a very, very exciting weekend lined up. Things just kind of came tumbling out, and I like it when that happens, right? So it's all good. Hey, James Cooper, good to see you, my friend. So let me express the agenda for this weekend. It is a huge one, very huge. So, in the morning, now this will be Saturday, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. my time, mountain time. If you're on the Pacific, it's going to be at 9 a.m. If you're in the middle of America, it'll be 11 a.m. And if you're on the East Coast, it'll be noon. But at 10 a.m., I am going to be interviewing Nick Liturski. yes one of the authors of Method Infinite, the book that I'm bringing to you, my audience. So I will be having him on a phone interview, and we are going to talk about a lot of very interesting materials that he has. So this is going to be spectacular fun. I'm looking very forward to it. Hello, James Cooper. And then on Saturday afternoon at 2... I am going to interview one of my patrons here on the live chat with Doug Vincent, who has received his copy of Method Infinite. We have been texting back, each, back and forth with each other, and he is very, very interested in talking about his impressions of this book, Method Infinite on Freemasonry and the Mormon Movement, and he is one of our owns. I will be discussing things with Doug Vincent tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock. And I'm not done yet because at 8 o'clock on Saturday night, tomorrow night, I'm then going to be able to interview Cheryl Bruno. Another one of the authors of the book Method Infinite. So, tomorrow's going to be a gigantically delightful day. I'm going to fill the airwaves with Backyard Professor Lives tomorrow, and I will be broadcasting and discussing more of Method Infinite in between all of these interviews. I'm going to do More or less, just an absolute overwhelming snowball effect of wonderful information for all of us. And then, I'm not done yet, on Sunday, I am going to be interviewing a former worshipful master, a past master of a lodge... And a grand master, or I mean, not grand, uh, a master mason in Freemasonry. And I will be talking to Clinton Bartholomew on Sunday at 1 p.m., my time. So that'll be noon on the Pacific coast, and it'll be one, two, three, it'll be three o'clock on the Eastern coast. And if you're in Texas or Oklahoma or somewhere like that in the middle of America, you will be hearing this at two o'clock. We're going to have a phone interview. So, I have a lot of excellent people who are finding this book worth talking about in a very sincerely and serious way. And I am quite excited to be a part of that. And, I have to say, I I am in the process of upgrading my technology and my technology knowledge because I'm such a nincompoop. I will be getting to where I can interview people live and you can see their faces as well. For now, I have to settle with the phone interview. But things are in the works to where I'm going to upgrade and get a little bit more with it. More pizzazz, so to speak, right? And uh, so I am very excited. And then, oh hi, Amy, Amy Anderson. Good to pe- Good to see you. Thank you for showing up tonight. Om om. We talking Kabbalah. Uh, we will be fundamentally so. Yes, Kabbalah and uh, for Freemasonry uh, really mesh. Well, I know Albert Pike in the, and I'm going to share some selections of this fantastic book tonight, of uh, Arturo de Hoyos. He is the Freemasonry Grand Historian. In his book Albert Pike's Esoterica, uh, there are a lot of interesting Kabbalah uh, connections here, as well as the Hermetic connections. Pike thought the Hermetic connections were really quite strong, and I have a tendency to agree with him. The alchemy. The uh, the Searching for the Philosopher's Stone and Turning the Lead into Gold. Uh, these are allegories that have deep and rich meaning, with which I will be elaborating on in the up-and-coming, well, crime and I'm going to have so many posts tomorrow. I'm essentially going to be doing live sessions, possibly six to eight of them tomorrow and six to eight of them on Sunday that I might be able to cover a whole lot of material on both Alchemy and Kabbalah this weekend. So uh, I do believe I'm just going to simply start Uh, Whenever I wake up in the morning, um, I do have that uh, appointment at 10 o'clock in the morning with one of the authors of Method Infinite with Dr. Nick Litursky. Uh, He just recently received his doctorate degree earlier this year. Fantastic. 56 years old and getting a doctorate degree. I'm very proud of you, Nick. Dr. Litursky, I should call him. Uh, He's a very, very excellent a uh, researcher, thinker and and that's what we want. We want to use the gray matter in our brain. So and this is what we are doing and we want this place, the backyard professor live sessions, we want this to be an anchoring point, a an all-encompassing place where if you hear um lack of a better description, negative information about Freemasonry, you can come to here to get the straight skinny, the straight scoop. We are going to be on the level, which means strictly honest in Masonic parlance. Uh, with our audience and about the sources, about what the sources mean and say, etc. We're not going to uh, pull any punches. We are going to hit hard if it calls for hitting hard. We're also going to be congenial when it calls for being congenial. Now, that being said, I have heard from a very credible source that some Mormon apologists Will be reviewing Nick Letursky, Cheryl Bruno, and Joe Steve Swick's book, Method Infinite. However, they are not, they have been in contact with the authors of this book, and they are desiring to have a dialogue, Wh- which, in my opinion, is exquisitely good news. Uh, let's. It's time to face the music. This particular subject, uh, we really do have to have sincerely serious dialogue, not necessarily to all come to one in the faith, so to speak, but to at least grasp the actual significance of this. And there have been several, there have been a few, I shouldn't say several, but there's been a few uh, Mormon apologists whom are going to review this, and they have no desire for doing a lousy book review like is found in Dan Peterson's Interpreter or the former Farms review of books nonsense and trash talking of even fellow Mormons, let alone anybody else who thinks differently than you. I believe the impact of this Method Infinite is going to be broad, deep, and wide, be cut and high, because, well, like Dr. Latursky told me today, this afternoon, while I was on the phone with him for a few minutes, um, asking him to come on my show and discuss some stuff with me, which he so graciously agreed to do. And I'm very grateful to him for that. I appreciate that. Uh, he deserves the accolades and he deserves the attention. Uh, 20 years in the making of this book, and oh my goodness, he delivered. He promised he would deliver, and boy, howdy, did he deliver. Well, Dr. Latursky has described to me that there are no... This This is not a polemical approach. To this subject. This this historical critique, perhaps maybe investigation, elaboration, exegesis of the relationship with Mormonism and Freemasonry has demonstrated, at least within the covers of this good book that it is not about an antagonism between two opposite ideologies. It's not about a competitive desire to outshine one side or the other. It's not about bringing about a a true system of belief refuting a false system. None of that noise is in the covers of this book. And I really personally thought that was an excellent way to present the material. It is a historical data dump. Maybe that's not quite the right view, but but it is an exceptionally sweet uh, look into the depths, much greater than anyone. And, And I mean anyone, whether they're LDS Mormon or Masonic, this subject has been just kind of touchy and downright wicked from some points of view. And it has been tough to actually make much progress without somebody getting their toes stepped on and hurt feelings and ill-gotten gains and so on and so forth. There's no mockery in here. There's no uh, desire to pull anyone out of Mormonism or out of Freemasonry, let alone to convert anyone into Mormonism or into Freemasonry or to convert anyone from Mormon into Freemasonry. That just, that is not the spirit of this text. And Dr. Latursky described that to me. And, and I told him, I said, you know, you're taking the, and it's not even necessarily taking the high road. What what Liturski and Cheryl Bruno and Joe Steve Swick have done in this is significant scholarship. And it shows that that I believe is what I would propose is the difference between this and early, earlier uh, various polemical works either whether they're exposés or just flat-out mockeries, whatever, this text is going to be fun sinking our teeth into, which is what I'm going to do this weekend extensively, because I still... Now, see, I might be the one that's being more combative (laughs) than any of the apologists are thinking. I, I, I don't know yet because I haven't seen any of the reviews, right? so. I may be the one at fault. My old uh, apologetic hackles are starting to come in, and there's, and I'm trying to say, you know, I don't want anyone to. Uh, I sure the hell am not going to let anyone get away with any kind of stupid trash talking or idiotic parallels in order to make an invalid point to score a point either for masonry or for mormonism you know and so i'm kind of you know i'm getting hyped up and getting ready for the for the oncoming war and all that well that may not occur which would be delightful as far as i'm that that would be all good as far as i'm concerned what is needed what is most desired i think Perhaps we are far enough into this uh, intellectually, and maybe perhaps we have matured enough spiritually that we can have a really good just discussion analyzing back and forth. It's not that we are going to attempt to all come to the same conclusion or all of us come into a 100% total agreement. That's not even the goal. The goal is more or less to say, look, we have a really from Joseph Smith's point of view. Now, now it's like Dan Vogel told me, you know, he said, well, he's studying the papyri. He said, well, I want to know what Joseph Smith thought, right? Well, that's what we want to do with this Freemasonry thing. And without question, this method infinite gets us, amazingly enough, not just to what Joseph Smith thought, but man, we have involved Hiram Smith, his brother, Joseph Smith Sr., his father, Joseph Smith Sr.'s brothers, Essel Smith and John Smith, who were also men. We've got all of the neighbors. So so this isn't just a family affair. Uh, The witnesses to the Book of Mormon, the scribes to the Book of Abraham, translation of the papyri, everyone was discussing and arguing back and forth, pro and con, and attempting to understand not only the, the structure of the Freemason brotherhood, but they were actually including and adding to the various rituals, the numbers of rituals, the styles of rituals, the various symbolisms of what could be included or excluded within Freemasonry itself. And this occurred basically for, what, 60, 70 years. It began in the Late 17, well, 1770s, 1780s. I know Lick or Nick, Dr. Latursky, could correct me a little bit if my, my chronological dating is off. But I mean, it went on all the way through past Joseph Smith's lifetime, way up into the late 1800s. This evolution, this attempting to get their feet on ground solid with the rituals, the allegories, their meanings, the various symbols, how to present the cultural, the linguistic, the historical, the legendary views and concepts which go together, which should be in which degree there was a lot of flexibility. There was a lot of room to maneuver. There were a lot of ups and downs. There were rituals that were attempted to be created and taught within Freemasonry that didn't survive. There's others that did. I mean, all of this happened from Joseph Smith's grandfather days through his father's life, through his brother's life, through his own life, and on for another 50 years, all the way up to 1900s. So we're seeing a flexibility. We're seeing a, an evolution. We're seeing a, a, a rather dynamic give and take and an exchange. This is the kind of material that that we are all now getting to see the fruition of the real classy research like in Method Infinite. And so in a way, we're all somewhat, and I'm going to say it this way, but it's really not this way, but I'm going to say it this way in a way, it doesn't matter what side you're on. You can be pro-Masonry, anti-Mormon, you can be pro maim pro-Mormon, pro-Masonry. You can be pro-Mormon, anti-Masonry. It's really irrelevant which ideology we hold to at this point. We are all more or less being forced to sit down at the round table of discussion on Freemasonry and Mormonism, and it will change the character of this entire concept. It will change the character. It will change how we approach The nice thing is by doing a deep dive from all sides, from all approaches, what this is going to do is it's going to more or less, and this is for all sides. My suspicion is that this is going to be for all sides where the crowbar is just forced down and we are split open so that we can not only begin to share our strengths, as well as our shortcomings, as well as root out our own ignorance from being in the dark into the better, the greater wisdom of getting to the light, altogether as a group. And this has never been done. Well, if we can do that for this particular subject, which is what we're hoping for, of course, then why not all subjects? It's no longer, it seems to me like there is a potential here to actually turn a corner in our intellectual, spiritual, psychological selves, no matter what walk of life we're in at this point, if we can turn this corner on such, I'll say a controversial subject, but if we can turn this corner and realize, you know, we can continue to legitimately and justifiably disagree on items, agree on items. We can say, well, We don't know enough, perhaps we can all, from all angles, begin to research together on all items. And if not just this intriguing subject of Freemasonry and its relationship to Mormonism, and Mormonism's relationship to early Christianity, dating back into the Hermetic era, because there are parallels the world over in the ancient mysteries that I, I myself have found some really sumptuous stuff, but now coming to the recognition, the realization, that these sumptuous ancient parallels, we don't have to get a running start and beep, jump over the contemporary time of Joseph Smith in order to get to the really delightful, delicious doctrinal and historical and psychological and allegorical parallels into the ancient materials only, we've got all of that. And and I'm not exaggerating. We have all of that in Joseph Smith's own backyard from the Masons themselves. Well, if we can do this with this subject, why couldn't we as a society doesn't matter what your religion is doesn't matter what you think what you don't think it's irrelevant whether you're an atheist an agnostic a, a kabbalist doesn't matter what religion you belong to doesn't matter where in the world you live geographically it's irrelevant what you do for a living if we can come together and begin to have mature excellent adult discussions without attempting to find out who's right, who's wrong, I I mean, that's the lowest rung of importance. It truly is. Now we want to discover the full ramifications of reality. Yeah. If we can do that with this Freemasonry, and we can show all of ourselves that, hey, look, we can do this without being combative. You know, I think I'm <laughs> I'm anticipating too much combativeness, I'm afraid, based on what I was told earlier today which which is wonderful. That's good. Apologetics just doesn't do much for you, right? And that's whether you're in defense or offense. it, it it's just not it's not the most eye-opening way to go about Discovering reality and truth. Yeah, apologetics is pretty low on my ladder as well. I would much rather just have wonderful, friendly discussions like in a Mr. Rogers neighborhood won't you be my neighbor? Let's get together and talk and gab and let's have some pizza and beer together. You Mormons who don't want to have a beer. Hey, you can have water or root beer or whatever. If you don't like pizza, if you're afraid that's against the word of wisdom, whatever food you want, rather than being antagonists and enemies. I think as a collective whole, it's probably time to mature and I'm pointing to myself here hard too. It's probably time to approach this from a little bit higher level maturity and, uh, get some better cooperative, not only research together, but publishing together, perhaps interviews and videos together. I'd love to do that. I'm trying like crazy to update my technology so that I can do that. So, Again if you haven't seen the front of this video I have outlined tomorrow I am going to be interviewing two of the authors of Method Infinite both Dr. Nick Latursky and Cheryl Bruno of this book Method Infinite I am also going to be discussing with a master mason that will be on Sunday and I'm going to be talking and having an interview via the telephone with our own Doug Vincent, who has purchased the book and who is finding it as good as he thought I was describing, which is kind of nice. So even us John Q. regular public people are getting mileage out of this book tremendously. And then on Sunday, I'm going to be talking with a Master Mason, a former master of his lodge clinton bartholomew and we will be discussing various aspects also of the dale morgan affair the the really big watershed moment not only in american history for masonry but for mormonism it really did shape 50 years in front of it at least so so this these you can look forward to some outstanding, excellent discussions tomorrow and the earliest. Uh I do interview Dr. Laturski at 10 a.m. my time, mountain. And then I do interview uh Cheryl Bruno tomorrow night at 8 p.m. my time. That'll be 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern. Sorry about that, but she couldn't do it until then. And then uh and then I have uh Doug Vincent tomorrow at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I wanted to uh, hold on. So tomorrow's going to be a huge, wonderful day of exciting discussions about this subject, and specifically about this book, that you won't want to miss. And in between all of those, I also am going to be doing more sessions uh, where I'm discussing what I find to be some significant Freemasonic allegories and symbolisms and their possible expressions and meanings. I will bring in a couple of ancient items from the Hermeticists. I'm going to parallel it with this Method Infinite and just basically just do a complete data dump this entire weekend on such a terrific subject. That's hopefully going to get the ball rolling for some really decent and good discussion. I will do another shout out and a great Thank you and applause. And I'm stone cold serious to Coford Books. They are kicking out some fantastic publications. This one, one of many, Method Infinite. But if you can, check out their bookstore. Go to co- Greg Coford Books online and see their catalog and selection. They are really kicking out some quality solid materials and you can't go wrong shopping with them. I'm just, And that is not a paid advertisement. They're not paying me to tout them. I'm touting them because I am impressed with them. Right? Yeah, truly. So Doug Vincent, 2 PM on Saturday. Yes. I, I just double checked. It is on Saturday tomorrow. And uh 10 a.m. for Laturski, Dr. Laturski, and eight PM for Cheryl and all day for the backyard professor myself. Uh I don't know when I will start. Uh really I could start it. At- six in the morning. I have no idea. It depends on when I wake up. I'm going to get some breakfast, et cetera, and then I'm going to jump on this, and we're going to go to town, and I'm going to share just as much as I can because I want this to be such a situation that this is a viable place of really quality information on this particular subject, Freemasonry and Mormonism, and actual history, and the good, the bad, and the ugly, the influence Who is involved with what, what some of the doctrines were, what the symbolisms were, what the allegories possibly meant, etc. I want people to have a place where they can come and understand that they have a literal, credible place of learning about this fantastic subject. The Backyard Professor, that's my goal. That's why I want to spread the word, not only of this book, but of of my own information on Freemasonry, it is why I'm going to keep my eyes on the book reviews as they come out from any source, whether it's a Mason, whether it's a Mormon, whether it's a non-Mormon, whether it's a critic, whether it's an apologist, whether it's, whoa, even a church leader, all the reviews. I'm going to keep my eye on the video content of materials On this book and on the subject. And I will be reviewing reviews because I want this to be, I think it would be fascinating to be a remarkable discussion that ironically could actually do what the ideology of both systems love to say it's what they're about. Wouldn't it be fascinating if? By some dint of our imagination, an actual brotherhood could grow between all the various factions, quote, factions involved in this amazing subject. I mean, gosh, that would be like a bonus, you know. I will drink to that, the future potential brotherhood of humans coming together for an enlightening, greater understanding, not only of ourselves, but of all our neighbors, our friends, even those who think differently than we do. Now, that's worth drinking to, right? And again, this is... Ice water its not Everclear. I have never tasted Everclear. I know I bring that up twice, you know. I shouldn't start giving you guys ideas. I, I honestly don't drink alcohol, especially Everclear, because I've heard stories about it. That have knocked me on my butt with just one guzzle. But water? Yeah, baby. I'll do water. So, that is a long-winded way of saying you really got to check this out all day tomorrow. Watch your notifications, subscribe to it, and watch your notifications because I'm gonna be on many, many, many different sessions of my life. And I will try to keep them to uh, potentially between 45 minutes and an hour. Now, if you miss one or two of them or whatever, I promise if you miss the whole darn day, it's not a crisis because the nice thing is this stuff automatically gets made into YouTube videos and you can watch the videos. But I would love to have as many of you as you can and see your wonderful comments on chat. That's always fun to, to do it that way, right? So that would be the ideal way. Ah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. We are actually going. We are going to work on some merchandise with the Backyard Professor and my ugly mug. I don't know what picture yet of me saying "Yeah, baby," (laughs) you know, with your fist. "Yeah, baby." I think it'd be a fun T-shirt for some people to wear. I don't know who on earth would want to wear it, but I would wear during a show just to show I had one. (laughs) So we're we're working on that. All right. So, oh, Debbie Joe. Oh, well, I hope it goes good. Oh, excellent. Well, I will try to give you as much cotton picking information while you're off your legs for a few days as I possibly can. I will entertain you all weekend long, Debbie Joe, with a universe load of materials on all kinds of fun stuff. So, awesome. That would be my pleasure. You want a cookie? Oh, well, I wish I could get you a cookie. I'll give you a spiritual cookie. (laughs) A lot of help that does, right? Okay, you guys. So um, I just wanted to make that announcement tonight, let you know that uh, some really wonderful, significant uh, guests are coming on my show via the telephone, discussions on the telephone. For now, uh, both authors and other Master Masons, and uh, one of our very own Doug Vincent, we are going to just kind of have a glorious day of exposition and discussion and learning and questions and enlightenment. We're going to go further from the dark into further the light. So we're excited uh, that's basically what I wanted to cover tonight in this announcement. Um, I'm going to go take a small break and then I do believe I am going to get back on tonight with a, uh, an hour long of expounding a little bit more on this book. I will share some of the direct information, not only from Method Infinite, but from Arturo de Hoyos's Albert Pike's Esoterica, one of the more profound books on Freemasonry that I have ever read. It is a delicious delight. I have found some materials on Hiram Abiff that I would like to share from the Freemasonic side of things because it was just during Joseph Smith's era when this legend, of the Royal Arch Mason concerning Hiram Abiff was being developed. And I just, based on the information that I've received, not only from the authors of Method Infinite, but from the book itself, I do believe that this was one of the major draws for Joseph Smith to be so interested in acquiring not only Freemasonry for the allegories, the symbolisms, but for the doctrines, the legends, and how he creatively adapted that material, changed it up somewhat, just like all keen Masons were doing in his day for a hundred years, all the way through the 1800s, essentially. Began in the 1700s, interestingly. So, he is, he, in that respect, Joseph Smith is just a typical representative of his era when it comes to Freemasonry, the information, the creative adaptation. I am going to try to get a hold of Dan Vogel and invite him onto my show, either for tomorrow or Sunday. And I'm. I will try to shoot for Sunday. I think because tomorrow's a little bit of a short notice. But uh, I will let you know if I can get a hold of him tonight. I have no idea if I can or not. I'm going to try. I'll leave him a message, and uh, I'll see if I can get him to share his information, his view of Freemasonry. He does say he wants to discuss this book, and he wants. To, he'll probably do some videos on it. Uh, it'll be very interesting. Keep your eye on his. Uh, YouTube video channel because he is getting into the Book of Mormon more, and so am I. And there are, believe me, in Method Infinite, there are some amazingly fantastic ideas and themes on the Book of Mormon that you've never thought of before. <laughs> from this, from this Masonic uh, lingo, from this, from this context, I I learned the first vision material was really good. Their use of abracadabra, the faculty of abracadabra, that was just electrifying. And this theme of how the Royal Archmasonry ties in so well with the Book of Mormon story, not just the translation, but the actual coming forth of the Book of Mormon and the gold plates. And the subject matter, all of this uh, has some fantastic stuff in this method infinite, and it's stuff like this that I want to cover. So, anyway, thank you for watching. I am going to go take a break. Uh, I might be. Oh, let's see what time is it, you guys? Eight thirty. I might be a half hour. I don't know. Um, I, I will try to make it fifteen minutes, but there's no guarantee. But I, I do want to do another. Uh, I I want to get this fantastic information out so that people have an anchoring place to come to for uh, a realistic approach. I'm not saying I'm right. That's not what this is about. I'm saying we can use this as a hopping off point to gain further light and knowledge which Father promised us and then expand that out once we begin acquiring the various book reviews or articles or other books discussing Method Infinite. I want to keep track of that for the next several years. So that's my intention and goal. Among other things, I have a lot of materials I want to share on the exegesis of the biblical record, on the ancient mysteries. I want to get into Algis Uzdavinus. I want to get into Wolfgang Smith and the new mathematics and information and philosophical context of quantum physics. There is some new information coming out that I'm just dying, chopping at the bit. I want to discuss David Feidler and his incredible early Christian mysticism and symbolism and how this ties in so powerful with Hermeticism, which could very well be the basis for Freemasonry, which means that we will find tracking parallels, my suspicion, or uh, parallel systems of thought and ideas and potential doctrines, within Joseph Smith's version of Mormonism. So, I mean, this thing really can expand way out into concentric circles. I want to try to cover them all in the next, say, 50 years. So that's my intention. So anyway, I'm going to go take a break. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for your support. Oh, 21 likes. Thank you. That's very kind of you guys. I will be back here, hopefully in about 15 minutes. Let's call it, uh, see, this is 10 to 9 or so. Anyway, I will catch up to you soon. If you can't make it again tonight, it's no bother. I'll see you tomorrow. One way or the other, uh, just keep checking back off and on if you can't uh, get too many of the, the sessions or whatever. As many as you can get. If you can't get none of them, don't worry about it. They will be available. So, Okay, I will see you, hopefully, in about 15 minutes. Thanks again for showing up.